I know you're out there. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Connecting the dots of the Constitution for you like no one else can. The Chris Ann Hall Show. She's an attorney, a disabled U.S. Army veteran, an author, public speaker, mother, pastor's wife, and a patriot. She's Chris Ann Hall. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal, your daily dose of news and constitution, fact, not fake, principle, not party politics, no agenda here, but being truth seekers. I am Chris Ann Hall. You can find me at chrisannhall.com, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are always liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality I have with me. My husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. And on a personal note, I just want to mention that I've had a monumental day. Awesome. I am officially almost 50 years old. Congratulations. Because now I need reading glasses. Bifocals. And I'm trying to get used to them, and they're making me feel a little bit nauseous. So... (laughs) It's always good to have those, those milestones in life, isn't it? I'm officially an older woman now. Is that what that's called? Milestone? <laughs> Milestones. <laughs> but you hit me first. <laughs> you hit that milestone first. So I, la, la, la. <laughs> so I want to talk today about fake news, right? I want to talk about the real. And, and, and what is amazing, you know, we just finished the new Liberty First University course on the art of the argument. Where, where we went into detail about how all of uh, these ways that you can discern truth, identify fallacies, convince people. And it's amazing looking at the news with these things in light with this, I think, probably one of the most important lessons that we have at Liberty First University one of the most important lessons that every American must have at Liberty First University, how to discern the facts. Yeah. Well, there is a difference between a, a logical fallacy and a flat-out lie. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> true. But but you notice uh, there there is an art to lying, and they will proceed with a grain of truth. And so they can't, you know, I, I read this article, uh, CNN, fires back at Trump, stands by controversial story, says, quote, CNN does not lie. But they did. But I think it all depends on how you define the word lie. Well, how they define the word lie. Right, exactly. That's my point. Or redefine the word lie. It's it's redefined, right. They use Lanny Davis, right, Clinton's Clinton's, uh, attorney or campaign, whatever, 
as the source of the story about the Trump Tower meeting right, or what right, happened. Right, right. He he's he was a confidential source. Then they said in the article that Lanny Davis had no comment. That's a lie. If he's a source, then right. he can't have no comment. No, he right. commented to you. He was a source. And then mm-hmm. he comes out and, and says, or he's outed, and he says yes. And then he says, oh, I regret doing this. And then he backtracks on the stuff he said. So he lied to them. Uh-huh. Then they lied about him even speaking to them. Right. And now they're standing by this thing and saying, we don't lie. Yeah. So and, it, it's, it's, and people s- still believe Mainstream media. I, don't, I mean, it I is nonstop uh, lies, and people still read this stuff, believe this stuff. And it's, I it's think, unreal. I think the art of the argument can help people to to convince and convert others away from this kind of intentional manipulation. This is mind manipulation, and yeah, it's well, really, really disgusting to what's me. What's sad to me is that they can stay in business. Yeah, that's the unfortunate part of it. You you couldn't like any other business where you had to <laughs> right. produce a product, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to this level. This the way you did business. You you wouldn't survive. You wouldn't continue. You'd go out of business. Here's you know, the crazy uh, thing is, uh, you know, people jump in and criticize us uh, because we sell DVDs. We sell books. Uh, we we sell advertisement on the radio show. And the comment is, you can't trust her. All she's trying to do is hawk her wares. What in the world is CNN doing? Why do they deserve a trust when, when all they're concerned about is ratings and political agendas? I, I don't get that. How, how do you get beyond the fact that these people have an obligation to uh, under the under the guise of being news to actually bring you facts. Plus, they run by the moniker the most trusted news source in America, right? Yeah. Or is it the world now? I, I, don't, know. I don't know. So how do they how 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 do they get away with it? I mean, you're right. Anybody else would would be simply bankrupt by this point. Yeah. So you're, it's built on advertising, right? And so big ad companies pay their bills. Essentially. Um, So, I I mean, I don't know. So we have this obvious intentional manipulation of the people through the media. Uh, There was a Mexican who was illegal. Yeah. And driving his pregnant wife uh, to uh, the hospital, and ICE arrests for, him. For a scheduled C-section. For a scheduled C-section. And that's how it's reported. Right. This, this poor immigrant is taking his pregnant wife to the hospital, and while, they're, while they stop to get gas, he's, the poor guy is arrested. Arrested. His wife has to go by herself and have her baby delivered. And he's, now, one thing the they baby, failed to leave out of the story, The apparently. baby is born without his father yeah. present. Oh, it's so sad. But... What did they forget to tell you? That the man has been charged with homicide in Mexico and there's an outstanding warrant. Yeah. So nowhere in the story is the reason why he was detained was because of a warrant for murder. I wonder- but we're supposed to feel sorry for him. So they report it. They don't. So they don't care. That's why this stuff is hypocritical. They're immoral. Right. Because you can't. How do you rate that? 
Like you don't care about somebody being murdered, but you expect us to receive, you know, these stories because you're compassionate and you're caring and we're just trying to defend these poor illegal immigrants. Well, let me talk. Let no, me, I mean, it's me, evident that you're lying. You have an agenda. You don't care yeah. about what's right. You don't care about truth. You just you gave a distorted story. This is this is New York Times. OK, this is the headline. Ice detained man who was driving his pregnant wife to a hospital. Now, I'm going to start reading this article because, remember, you know the facts now. He actually has an outstanding warrant. He is arrested for the outstanding warrant of murder, right? And so here we're beginning this article by J.C. Fortin and Saren Mervish of New York Times. A man was driving his pregnant wife to a scheduled cesarean. A man. Just a man. man. Just a man. Some random man. Some guy. Some random guy was driving his pregnant wife to a scheduled cesarean section on Wednesday when immigration officials arrested him. Dash. For drama. Leaving her to drive herself to a hospital and have the baby on her own, according to the woman and the family's legal representative. So it shifts to the woman and her baby, the poor abandoned woman and her baby. Now, I want you to recognize the detail that we have in this article. I'm continuing. The couple had pulled into a gas station in San Bernardino, California, on their way to deliver their child. While they were there, immigration and customs enforcement officers came to their car window and asked for identification and said the woman, Maria del Carmen Venegas. Her husband, Joel Arana Lara, 35, did not have his driver's license with him, and officers arrested him, she, she said. said. So, all of, by the way, all of this description and testimony is according to the wife, is right. what she's saying. Right. And not, and not that he didn't have his driver's license or identification, but that she or said. Or never had one. Right. But that she said he didn't. Right. Because he's arrested on a, on a homicide warrant. But we so don't know that you, yet. But my point is. She's saying he didn't have his driver's license. How do you know who the guy was and that he has a warrant, which in fact was true, you know, if he didn't have this identification? So first off, I don't believe that. But but the point you're making, all of this excruciating detail that they're sharing, San Bernardino, gas station, all of these Scheduled intricate C-section. details. Paragraph number four. The arrest quickly provoked outrage and fed into a growing angry anger toward ICE and the Trump administration's sweeping immigration policies, which have expanded who is considered a priority for officers' arrests. Now, I think the average person at this point is going to think that he's actually arrested because he doesn't have his driver's license. No, let with me him. tell you what the average person does at this point. They stop reading. Mm-hmm. You now, you now. Paragraph feel four like, is too much now. No, because mm-hmm. you feel like you know enough, mm-hmm. right? You pr- pretty much you got the idea of what happened, mm-hmm. and you're going to move on. That's the way people consume online news. Right. So, ninety percent of your people, I don't, I don't know. I'm just making that up, right? Seventy-five percent of statistics are made up on the spot, mm-hmm. but a majority of your people are are they're going to go? They're they're not going to read anything else. They're done. So here we are, even if you do continue. Then they're going to post on Facebook and rant on Twitter and go bash Trump and Republicans and conservatives and yada, yada. So if you continue, it says the last line in paragraph four, in recent recent months, immigrants have been arrested while delivering a pizza or watering the lawn. Now, the next thing in the article is a huge photograph 
Yeah. And advertisement for Sotheby's. That covers the rest of the page. Which covers so the rest of the page. It looks reasonably like the article is over. Like so it's done. adding to the motivation right. to move on. Paragraph 5, beyond the huge advertisement, you see a large picture of this man being uh, taken to a car in cuffs. Then it says, on Saturday, I said in a statement that Mr. Arana Lara, a citizen of Mexico, was in the United States illegally. Later, the agency released a second statement saying he was wanted for homicide in his home country. Mr. Alarna was brought to ICE's attention due to an outstanding warrant for his arrest in Mexico on homicide charges, the statement said. Paragraph number five. Passed a huge article, passed everything that makes you think that he has been arrested because he's been caught without a license. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here with my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. And I just, I just want to ask you, how is that not blatant manipulation? Yeah, so that's, that's the key right there. That's the sort of neat little tricky thing, okay? They can say, we're not lying. No, you're not lying. You're manipulating right. the people because you know how people consume uh, news. You know how they handle. I mean, they, they, they're studying every every click, everything you do. They know what you do. Mm-hmm. So you don't even have to lie, quote unquote. You craft the article in such a way that that minimi- minimizes the, the exposure idea that, to the truth. The exposure that this guy was wanted for murder. Well, they I mean, know they, that's th- in that one place. They move on after that. Right. It's nowhere in the rest of the article. They accept to say this. Well, Despite what he was wanted for, that doesn't excuse their treatment of this pregnant woman. So they one little mention of that, and then the, let's shift back to the pregnant woman. And so just brush aside the idea that this guy murdered somebody. You know, that's, that's not a big deal. That shouldn't be a big deal. But guess what? You made a pregnant woman have to drive herself. Not only that, you, you have... You know how many pregnant um, women are driving in this country? Right. Not only that, uh, these people know how long the average person spends on the yeah, website. Exactly. So they're going to craft the article yep. to it, where the facts exceed that time people Absolutely. have expired. Absolutely. And even so, what people will generally do, I do it too, you scroll down and you look at the pictures. And what you see in the pictures, you pick the woman, preg- the pregnant woman, woman her baby. Her baby and then you see him being arrested, and then you see her standing in a gas station crying crying hysterically. That's it. And and that's it. You know, it's just absolutely There's no picture of the guy murdered. Right. right? There's no picture of his mugshot. Well, it's this whole thing. This guy's got a wife. He's got a family. Why are you doing this? So this is what they do. And and so the New York Times and, and all these other... Uh, editors and journalists are upset. Oh, Trump says we're the enemy. Yeah, you are. And here, and this is why. You either lie. You have one of two things. You lie or you manipulate the story in such a way uh, as to 
not inform or misinform the people. I want to know why media hates Americans. I really do, because here we have this heart-wrenching story about a man who is, has a, an arrest warrant for murder, and that's why he's being arrested. But how many people know uh, Ammon Bundy is being attacked once again by the Department of Justice? Mm-hmm. Ammon Bundy, ha- or I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Clavin Bundy has a uh, family He has children. He has grandchildren who, by the way, lived without him for uh, a long time. They put the man in solitary confinement in in jail before he was even taken to trial. And at trial, the judge, a federal judge, a a I think this is a very relevant point, a Harry Reid federal judge. Who hates the Constitution. Who hates the Constitution. Who hates the Bundys. By her own statement. By her own statements, okay, was looking for a way to prosecute them, actually ends up dismissing the case against Cliven Bundy because of gross misconduct by the Federal Department of Justice and the Federal Bureau of Land and Management. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are his words, her words, gross injustice, okay? And now we have, after their case has been dismissed because of gross misjustice on their part, ethical violations out the wahoo, these people should not even be practicing law anymore. Right. I M- mean, I'm much serious. Much less being able to file again. And now, Larry Clayman, our friend Larry Clayman, who is Cliven Bundy's attorney, he is the founder of Judicial Watch and Freedom Watch, releases a press release saying that the Department of Justice is appealing Navarro's dismissal based on their gross misconduct. Where is CNN? Where is New York Times talking about the violation of human rights against this family, about how the the government is targeting our farmers and ranchers? And where is that? I need to know because I think this is the smoking gun, which proves that these corporate media hate Americans. And I want to know why. As arrogant men tear up our constitution, and from every direction we cry revolution. Standing together and without permission, soldiers for truth in the war of attrition, the love of our country. The Chris Ann Hall Show. She's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here with my husband and co-host, K.J.C. Hall. You can always find us at chrisannhall.com, K-R-I-S. 
A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com. And I, and I think that I've just asked a very relevant question. Why do they hate Americans? The I, I want to know that. The left-wing corporate media hates Americans because they hate America. Why? They hate everything it stands for. So move. So leave. So go. You know, I'm, I'm, I am dead stinking serious here. Yeah, well, they don't want to go. They don't want to go. On. They want to destroy it. I, they want to keep their stuff. Yeah, but don't, how can they be so blindly ignorant and, and blatantly naive it's to think evil. that if they destroy America, they will keep their stuff? No, they won't. They will but not because the very evil. existence of their stuff relies on the principles that make America different from every other place on the planet. They may, every single one. They may not destroy America and still not keep their stuff. Well, I just... Uh, they should stop and think about that. On this same point, can I just mention one more time? Never, period, should, period, anyone, period, ever, period, defend, period, Jeff Sessions, period, to me again. Ever. Right. This is him. This is Jeff Sessions. Jeff Sessions is allowing these farmers and ranchers to be attacked again even after a liberal, activist, American, constitution-hating federal judge dismisses the case based on gross negligence. This is Jeff Sessions. I mean, I saw, I saw a friend of ours on Facebook the other day say, I have a great deal of respect for Jeff Sessions, but if he doesn't step up and dismiss this Mueller investigation, get involved, then there's something wrong here. And upon what basis does this person have great respect for Jeff Sessions? I, no, I have no idea. None whatsoever. I mean, you know. I want somebody to explain that to me. I do want some, I, but I'm not going to engage that. You know, I'm ser seriously not, because all that is is a, is a, is a fight with a friend. And I'm not going to fight with a friend over Jeff Sessions. I'm going to continue to to bring truth to light and I'm going to say, "Look, uh, why?" And here's the other question. Why is it the end of all being for Jeff Sessions simply because he will not end an investigation on Donald Trump? Yeah. What about Well, your your friend can email assets, me. Civil asset forfeiture, right? Yeah, Civil asset yeah, exactly. forfeiture. What about the IRS attacking people? What about the denial of state rights by Jeff Sessions? What about this active and egregious, disgusting attack on our farmers and ranchers that still continues today? What about the warrantless searches? What about his FBI making up news and then using news to, that they made to get warrants? I mean, the list goes on and on, and I, I'm tired. You know what I'm tired of? I'm tired of people saying FBI. I'm tired of people saying Bureau of Land Management. I'm tired of people saying Department of Justice. Mm -hmm. because they need to start saying Jeff Sessions. Right. Because what it was a Harry S. Truman said, sorry, the buck stops here. I'm the guy at the top, the buck stops here. Yep. Jeff Sessions, the buck is in your hand. He is the top man. Yeah. And I have, you know, I mean, you guys know I've never had any respect for Jeff Sessions, I, even I don't when have, he was I have a none. senator. I have so. zero. I have zero. People, I mean, I hear this stuff. Oh, he's a Christian. And they forget the big giant Bible that Bill Clinton carried around. Yeah, right. he was a Christian too. Right, right. Give me a right. break. Uh, Barack, Barack Obama claimed to be a Christian. Right, exactly. 
And, and we disputed that based on his words and his actions. Right. Okay? So, hello, how about we use the same measure for this guy? Yeah, right. I, I just, I'm sorry. This, this really, really, really makes me mad. By the way, you can still be a Christian and be an idiot. <laughs> You're an idiot. He's an idiot and a tyrant. Right. He's a statist. He has no respect for liberty, no understanding for liberty. I mean, people, people, uh, so, and this is the thing. He, he supported, he supported, I think, just simply because of, from the perspective of the religious right. Yeah. Right? Oh, he defends religious liberty. That's not because he understands liberty. No. That's not why he defends it. He defends it because that's his tribe. He's a Christian. Right. So he wants to defend that. Christian. That doesn't mean only. he understands liberty. He does not. No. And by the way, his re- religious defense policies that he proposed, I forget which meeting, he we talked about it in our show, he was at proposing these religious defense uh, policies were completely unconstitutional from the get-go anyway. Yeah. And, and so it's not a defense of religious liberty at all. No. It's it's a, he's total a government uh it's a, it's a government support of Jeff Sessions version of religion. But, That's but, what but, it is. But what is this if if he doesn't stop the Mueller investigation? The, the guy was a swamp rat from the beginning. Oh do goodness. do people not know his history? Do you not know who he is? He he I mean, Come on. Come on. The I guy's bet he doing, barbecues with the Clintons. He's doing I mean, what he, what you would expect him to do if you actually know anything about him? If you follow so people him, don't, people don't know. So, what do you? How do you? This is a thing we talked about: thinking for yourself. We talk about not uh, marching to the drum of the dictated narrative. We just did this course about the art of the argument, and part of that had to do with thinking how how to discern truth. What you cannot base your opinion on uh, propaganda and stuff you don't know. Look at the guy's actions. Look at his history. Look what he's done. Look what he says. How do you continue to support this guy? It's unbelievable to me. People need to wake up. This is what Larry Clayman says about this case. He says the government's case was based on prosecutorial misconduct. Now that is in quotations because that is a quote from the judge. From the dismissal. From the dismissal. He said that the prosecutor who committed and furthered this gross prosecutorial misconduct who would now seek to file a notice of appeal underscores, Larry Clayman says, that my once proud alma mater, U.S. Department of Justice, has become the Department of Injustice. Uh-huh. So I, there's two problems. And who's the boss? Yeah, and Jeff Sessions is the boss. This is the, I have three problems with this statement. Number one, that these... U.S. attorneys committed such gross prosecutorial misconduct that they were chastised by this federal judge. They're not disbarred. That's my problem, number one. Yeah. So I want to, uh, maybe that's an, an effort for another show. I want to know why the American Bar Association, why the, the Nevada Bar Association can come out and, and give their approvals, wait a minute, can be the basis for anybody having the authority to speak in court. Because you realize that if you don't have the blessing of a bar association, you're committing a crime if you try to help someone else in the courtroom. Yeah. I, I just want to repeat that. If you don't have the blessing of a private corporate club, the Bar Association, 
You will be arrested for a crime if you try to help someone in the courtroom on a legal basis. So you have these private corporate clubs that are the gatekeepers to due process. And I don't know if that's offensive to anybody else but me. But you have, the, you have these bar associations, these co- private corporate clubs that are the gatekeepers to due process. And then you have these members of the private corporate club who engage in such egregious, gross, ethical, criminal violations. By the way, vindictive prosecution is a crime. It's not just an ethical violation. It is a crime. And so now what you have is the bar associations, these private corporate clubs, not even holding people to ethical standards, right? I, look, I, I went through all their training. I have a bar number in Florida, okay? I don't practice law anymore. My bar number is inactive, but I have a bar number. Does that mean you're owned by the crown? I am not owned by the crown. <laughs> so here's the problem, right? They will threaten to disbar you if you have an advertisement that doesn't meet the ethical qualifications for an advertisement, right? right? But you can step into the courtroom under the government's badge and commit gross, gross prosecutorial misconduct and nothing happens. Mm -hmm. Because why? Because you're a government. Above the law. Above the law. So problem number one, they're not disbarred. Problem number two, Jeff Sessions did not fire them. Right? So disbarred, disbarred is one thing, right? I mean, that should be a no-brainer. This is clear. But it may be a little bit more difficult to take someone's license from a private corporate club. Uh-huh. But this, if, if they are so very committed to this case, so committed that they will try men three times in this case for the same charges, right? How can Jeff Sessions, as a competent boss, allow these people to continue to practice under his name. Yeah, not only didn't fire them, but even so less less than that, he didn't even stop. He's not even stopping them, No, much and less firing. Problem number three, they are still going on this case. Under his authority. Under his authority to challenge. You said, how does a competent boss do this? How does a moral man do this? Well, that you know, that actually did come to my mind, Mr. Christian Jeff Sessions. Love thy neighbor as thyself. How, do, how can Jeff Sessions actually carry that name of Christian after watching his employees not prosecute but persecute these people? Yeah, and going to make people mad because we're questioning his faith. The only reason I bring it up because that's a cover for defending the guy. They'll, this is what I hear coming at me. We'll ignore all these things and say, but I know that he's a good Christian man. Okay. So if you're going to use it as cover, guess what? I'm going to talk about it as a contradiction to what he's doing. You know what? I, I don't care if they're mad at me about questioning his faith. I, I'm pretty sure the Bible instructs me to question people's faith, right? You will know them. Isn't that what it says? Uh-huh. You will know them. If we're given the instructions on how to know them. Yeah. Isn't that also an instruction to hold people to hold them to that standard so we can know them? I would just say, you know, if you're going to keep if people are going to keep defending him based on his faith, then okay, come and prove how this this lines up with that. You know, you want to they want to make it an issue. So, okay, 
give me that argument. I'm I'm not making the argument that it has anything to do. This has it, it, this is not a biblical thing in the strict sense, except that the guy to me is is a liar. Uh, he's a phony. He's a fraud. Okay. He's clearly anti-liberty. He's a statist, and he needs to go. Chris Ann Hall Show. She's Liberty's lobbyist. Well, here we are, the last segment of the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. And can we just point out one more, one more, just one more today, hypocrisy. Meanwhile, you have congressmen yelling for legislation to stop uh, social media people if they're bad actors, people on social media if they're bad actors. Yeah, what about their own employees? Why, why, where are congressmen ab- uh, outraged about this? Why is it that, I, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not going to read about this on Fox News. I'm not going to read about this on, nope. on CNN. Okay, I'm going to read about this on an independent internet news location. Right? That's where I'm going to local news, independent news. I'm gonna, that's where I'm going to find this. Okay. Because all the corporate media is fake news. All right, but they're we, not interested in truth. We get that. We get that. We, t- we totally get that. And I mean, those of us who have the awareness, we get that. But my question is, where's congressman? Yeah. Where's senator? Where are these people speaking out in the media? Mm-hmm. I want to know where they are because they're the ones that are getting the NRA ratings, who are getting this yeah. hundred, this 95, 90% approval for constitutionalism by some random nonprofit, Right. I want to know when when it really matters, not when you're trying to vote uh, to vote down an in a, a legislation that that would never be passed anyway to infringe on people's freedom of speech or whatever. Not when you're going around soliciting votes. Right. I want to know are you when it counts. Where are you when it counts? This is where it counts. In the daily lives of the American people. And I have to wonder, do our congressmen hate America too? Do they hate Americans too? I mean, they're busy talking about and defending. And I, this is not any, any condemnation of any ICE worker, of any FBI agent that we haven't already named, any Department of Justice attorney that we haven't already named. This is no condemnation of people in, in, in specific, but in general. Where are they? I mean, seriously, why are we not having these investigations? You're going to investigate Donald Trump for a crime that was never committed, for proof now for how long the investigation is going as proof that nothing ever happened, and yet we have right here in front of our faces. Criminal prosecutors. Criminal, criminal prosecutors who still have their bar licenses, who still hold their jobs, who are still being endorsed by Jeff Sessions, and, hey, I'll just point this out again, your tax dollars are paying their salaries to attack farmers and ranchers who have children and grandchildren and wives and, 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 and actually 
contribute to the welfare of America rather than collecting the welfare of America. Amen. I should have just dropped the mic there and end the show. I, I, I don't know. I, anybody else upset about this as I am? Let me tell you what we're doing here in the last few minutes of this show. You guys know that we have been singled out and attacked by the Southern Poverty Law Center now for uh, four and a half years. Four and a half years we've been on their list. Can you believe it's that long now? I mean, it's just crazy. This past year, they put us on the list twice. The Southern Poverty Law Center actually invented a group that does not exist. Yeah. So they could put me on the list twice, right? Because for three years, we've we've been pointing out how stupid they are for putting me on a list as an individual, right? So obviously, they're listening to somebody. They're hearing us or something. You guys are idiots. I'm a person. You keep calling me a person, but you have me on this list of groups. So this year, they invented a group to put me on the list twice. Yeah. So, so now I so can't So they don't say, look stupid? So they don't look stupid, right? Let's, let's forget the fact that they had to fabricate something to begin with. So yeah. anyway, so here's what we're doing. I'm glad they listened to the show. We have retained legal counsel, and this is what we're doing. We are doing Freedom of Information Act requests on executive agencies to release documents to us to show that our federal government is being trained and instructed in their practice and procedure and policy by the Southern Poverty Law Center. By these anti-free speech bigots. Bigots, American haters, America haters, Constitution haters. So I tell you that because this is a long haul and it's probably going to result in an attack against us. I want you to pray for us. We'll let you more about know more about this and how you can help us in this. But it's time that your tax dollars stop paying the Southern Poverty Law Center salaries. Don't you think? God bless you guys. We'll see you on Saturday. Let me know. America, America, I gave my best to you.